welcome to the podcast Biblical Question. We're glad that you're taking time out of your day and join us on our podcast. We're excited to, to bring you this message today, and it is called I Started a Joke. I Started a Joke. We're going to be mainly out of James chapter 3. If you have a Bible with Paul along, I would encourage you to do so. And we encourage you also to tell your friends and family about us, and, and maybe they can join in listening as well. Don't forget our webpage is biblicalquestion.com. There you can find out more information about us. Hearing, his family kept on saying, Would you please go take care of that problem? His wife would tell him that it was so aggravating to, to yell at him all the time. Deep down, he probably thought, Yeah, she probably enjoys it. So he gives up and he finally goes and he takes care of his hearing problem. On a follow-up visit, the hearing doctor says, I bet your family is so happy now that you can hear so much better. And the elderly man replied and said, I have not told them. I just sit there and listen to them talk. And I've changed my will now four times. You see, what we do say is important. And James, he has a very important message for us in our podcast today. James will, will talk about the tongue. Researching on the internet, I found that the average tongue is four inches in long and it weighs six ounces. You use 72 muscles to say a single word. As small as the tongue is, it is also the strongest muscle in the body. The tongue has incredible power, to say the least. For example, one of the greatest speeches ever given in the 1960s was by Martin Luther King in his famous speech, I Have a Dream. If you've never listened to the speech, I, I would encourage you to do so. You can go to YouTube and find it. And it is a powerful and moving President Roosevelt, he had a famous speech on December 7, 1941, a day that will live in infamy. You know, both of these speeches in, in American history touched many different lives all over the world. But what about some not-so-famous speeches or words those may never get recorded? With words of encouragement, words of love, that are expressed for those people around you versus a, a crude joke. Your reaction as, as it would be with me is completely different when faced with the opposite words. Nobody wants to be at the receiving edge, edge of a cold joke or a cruel joke. In James chapter 3, James will, will tell us that our tongue holds the power of life and the power of death. Why is James writing about this and why would he spend time on such a subject? To whom those, this letter is written to, they must have been struggling with their conversations and, and gossiping and whatnot. And so we're going to read here out of James chapter 1. We'll slide into James uh, chapter 2 and we'll jump around a little bit into chapter 5 here in a few minutes. The James chapter 1, starting in verse 19, says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, 
and slow to become angry. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. Chapter 2 verse 12 says, Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom. Chapter 4 verse 11 says, Brothers, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but you are sitting in judgment of it. James chapter 5 verse 9 says, Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Chapter 5 verse 12 Above all, my brothers, do not swear by heaven or by earth or anything else. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, or you will be condemned. That's so all reading out of the NIV today. Do we have this problem in our life today? Is there problems like this in our congregations? You know, if we would only reply no to this question, uh, we would be using our tongue to deceive ourselves. As we complete this chapter uh, 3 here, along with these verses that we just read, you'll get the idea that people really are struggling with their speech in this letter who uh, James writes this to chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 says not many of you should presume to be teachers my brothers because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly we all stumble in many ways if anyone is never at fault in the way he says he's a perfect man and able to keep the whole body in check again I get the impression that there there was someone who wanted to be teachers of the Word of God there. The problem was they, they were not counting the cost. And James is, is trying to warn them about the stricter judgment of those who teach. Jesus in, in Luke chapter 12 verse 48, he would also say to those who have been given much, much will be demanded. And in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, Jesus says, you, you snakes, you evil people, how can you say anything good? The mouth speaks of things that are in the heart. James is really trying to do them a favor, I think, here by warning them. We who are, we are who we are, and what we do and how we react is really revealed by what we say. It's a cold slap on the face to most of us to think that, you know, am I really, I'm really a good person. I work hard, I, I provide for my family, I give my time freely to those who need it, to the church. But in reality, who we really are is revealed by what we say. It is out of the heart that, that overflow comes. It may not feel right or even seem right, it really doesn't matter what I think, but really what God thinks. And God says that uh, you're the kind of person that says whatever comes from the heart, my heart, your heart. Again, back to James chapter 3, verse 3. We put 
bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us. We can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large, they are driven by a strong wind and steered by a very small rudder. Whoever pilots one where it wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Consider what great force is set on fire by a small spark. You know, back in, in August of 2000, I read this story years ago. It said uh, a woman was driving in the Black Hills there in South Dakota, and she takes a match to light her cigarette, and she threw the lit match out of her car window. Two weeks Later, the fire has finally got under control. It took over a thousand firefighters to stop this fire that took over 80,000 acres. You know, all this was destroyed over one little match. If you ever go to a boat show where you can look under these boats, it is amazing, really, to see how small the rudders on some of these boats really are. A houseboat to me is a good sized boat, but the rudder is really tiny considering the size of the boat. You look at a horse and you, you know that that's a really a powerful animal. Anyone who, who's been around horses would know that. I'm watching the old cowboy shows and the westerns. Uh, horses are able to pull rather large things. and that rider is able to control that horse with a little bit in that mouth. You see, we need to understand that there's power behind what we say. Not only that there is power with the tongue, but it really can be deadly as well. James chapter 3 in verse 6 now, the tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person sets the whole course of his life on fire, and it is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by a man. But no one can tame the tongue. It is restless evil, full of deadly poison. You see, your speech and my speech, it really has an effect outwardly on our life. The little things that I say can cause so many problems. I call it foot into the mouth disease. You open your mouth and you insert your foot in. When I was a kid we used to watch the Flintstones and old Fred Flintstone always walking around on one leg because the other one had his foot in his mouth. This, this deadliness can catch us so quickly if we do not stop and think before we speak. The evil tongue can influence my life and into believing things that are really not true. Hitler in one of his speeches said, make a lie big, make it simple, and keep saying it and eventually they will believe it. And 40 million people would lose their lives by the end of World War II. That would be like taking Mexico City and wiping it off the face of the globe and removing 10 million more people. Are you getting the idea? I know I am. There's power and deadliness in what we say. James chapter 3 again. We'll continue here. Verse 9. With the tongue we praise 
our Lord and our Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers, this really should not be. Can you both use fresh water and salt water from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. James says that there is something just not right on one hand when we sing and, and ho, oh, I love thee, Jesus, and praise God, and then we turn around and tell a co-worker or a friend a lie or a crude joke about somebody else. And a lot of times these things are not even said in front of the person that they're trying to, to lie about or make a crude joke about. And James says, it's just not right, period. It's not right that we come to church on Sunday, we read the Bible, we pray, we sing songs and say we love Jesus, we partake in the Lord's Supper, and then Monday morning we cuss worse than a drunken sailor. It's just not right. It's not right that we, we sit in a Bible class and later tear down someone by using words of slander. For us to, to hold to the claim of Christianity and yet destroy the very core of Christianity by what comes out of our mouths. There's a song entitled, I Started a Joke. It came out of the 60s, I believe it was the uh, Bee Gees. And it has some interesting words, and I and I want to read the words of the song to you. It says, I started a joke, which started the whole world crying. But I did not see that the joke was on me. Oh no. I started to cry, which started the whole world laughing. Oh, if I'd only seen that the joke was on me. I looked at the skies and running my hands over my eyes, and I fell out of bed, hurting my head from the things that I have said, till I finally died, which started the whole world living. Oh, if I'd only seen that the joke was on me. And I, I looked at the skies, and running my hands over my eyes, I fell out of my bed, hurting my head over the things that I have said. Oh, if I'd only seen that the joke was on me. And the song repeats the words. You know, when we, when we use words to start rumors or crude jokes, what happens? First of all, would you want somebody to do that to you? And the answer is no, you wouldn't. But with this man in the, in the song at first, he, he makes this joke and, and made others cry over it. But then when the joke was on him, he, he started to cry and the world laughed at his pain. As time went on in his life, uh, his head started hurting from all the things that he had said, maybe from guilt, perhaps. But when we realize the wrongs that we have said, does our head start to hurt? Do we toss and turn in bed at night, trying to sleep with a guilty conscience? As we cry and, and ask ourselves, why did I say that? All of us, if we're honest with ourselves, would probably say, I, we've been there. In the end, though, the joke will be on me. 
You know, if you and I don't stop saying the words that intentionally or not hurt people, if I don't stop using words in general that, that should never come out of my mouth claiming to be a child of God. As I prepared for this podcast, you know, I really had to stop and reflect on my words. Do I always use words that are godly? Do I say things that would gain me favor with God or favor of myself, interest? Do I edify people in the Lord's church? What about outside of the church? Do I say things that are from the heart of God? Or do I allow a sinful nature to take over so that I can fit in with those who happen to be standing there with me? No, I, I don't think that I'm one of those who starts crude jokes, but I have a tongue, and so do you. I also know that old habits die hard, and it's really easy to let words come flying out of our mouths, as so many of us probably know if we are honest with ourselves. So as we close, the question here is for all of us. On the day you and I die, whether it be saying, Oh no, if I had only seen that the joke was on me. I certainly hope not. And we all have an opportunity, each one of us right now, to take a moment and put our tongues in check and use the correct words in a manner and ask God for forgiveness and for mercy and start showing love and compassion to others in our words. My mother used to say, you know, you better be careful what you say. You might have to eat those words. They better be sweet. And we also probably all need to use our tongue and, and proclaim Jesus as Lord and Savior and ask Him to cleanse us with our, His blood so that nobody has to say, oh no, I never became a child of God. Never say, oh no, I lost out on all the promises of eternal life. I ask you please, don't let the joke be on you. I hope the podcast is encouraging you to today to, to think about the words that you say and use. It's easy to, to get mad and let words fly that normally we may not say in an everyday conversation we say things that intentionally hurt our the ones who are closest to us our spouses or our children and we need to stop and think you know they have feelings too and they are created in God's image I hope and pray that you'll ask God for forgiveness again and and again I wish to thank you for listening to us and on this podcast a biblical question uh, you may go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com and there we're trying to also put links into uh, some social media accounts. We have LinkedIn uh, attached to us now. We're trying to figure out Twitter, if they will work with us or not. And uh, I thank you again. May God have the glory. And please tune in next week for the next podcast. Mm-hmm.